Welcome to the debut episode of Not 97, a platform for discovering under-the-radar artists making music around the world. Today's lineup features young musicians hailing from Denmark to Canada, Melbourne, and California. We've got the Cactus Channel, Chitty himself, Alcordo, Vox, Naji, and Philippa Wusu. This is not a podcast. This is not a radio show. This is Not 97. Enjoy. Welcome to the first ever Not 97, not a podcast, not a radio show, definitely Not 97. I'm here in the Lower East Side with my man Dave Jones. Yo, what up? My man Rashad, the Wave God. Yo, yo. My name is Matt. Basically, each week we will come around this table. Each one of us will bring two songs to this table. Each song will have come out in the last six to eight months. Each artist that we play on this podcast will have roughly 10,000 followers or less on any one of their social media pages. We have scoured the internet each week to find you the best new music from the best artist who has flown under the radar as of now. And what we're going to do, like Matt said, we're going to talk about it a little bit, give you the backstory, the context, how we found it, what's going on. We're going to play it, and then we're going to talk about it, see what's going on musically, talk about our opinions of it. We all have different backgrounds in music. Matt writes about music. Rashad went to art school. I work in music. That's we're all enough. fans. We're all critics. And we all have opinions. So without further ado, Maddie, what you got for us this week? First up, I'm introducing Naji, N-A-J-I. Uh, he's got a track called Do You that was released uh, at the end of last month, May 30th, 2017. Uh, he released it on SoundCloud as of today, uh, the 7th of June. It's got 40,000 streams. So it, it, it moved pretty quickly. Najee is from Pennsylvania. He, he comes out, he's got 1.3K followers on his Twitter page, on his Facebook page. As of right now, he's not signed to anybody, but he is a bit affiliated with um, the Selection crew from Philly, which Dave, you have a little background on what Selection actually is? Essentially, they're an L.A.-based collective of beat makers, producers, and artists who all kind of came up on SoundCloud. They all found each other kind of through that community by putting like-minded music out and by really seeking each other out. And just think about it this way. They're a collective of really cool beat makers who all came from a like-minded place and found each other and are growing together. So here we go. This is one of the newer members of Selection, um, Najee. Do you. Only one way to see what I see Take your step in your own shoes 
That track, Najee, do you, written, performed, produced, mixed, and mastered by Najee. Um, so first off, what struck me by that is kind of the sense of urgency there. Right off the bat, that song hits you and you're just in it. That sense of urgency and then kind of just going through genres. Like there's no picking one sound that's in there. That song just incorporates a collage of influences. Yeah, it's like... That was like a a 2000s R&B song. That's like what I... It's like an updated version. It's like Justin Timberlake and Timberland in the studio with Selection right now. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely hear like some of that Neptune's influence. And I think that comes in like the density of the production. I mean, like you were saying, Matt, like it goes everywhere you know, genre-wise, but also soundscape-wise. And I really liked it. Like, the melodies were super cool. It had a really great groove to it. It was, like, a little wordy for my taste, and I think that kind of clashed with how dense the production was. But, I mean, when that bridge hit in particular, and they went, like, real jazzy with it on the chords and the roads, like, it was really nice. So I was super impressed with Najee. And the other cool part of it, in terms of his selection affiliation, is, like, for them to have more singers on board and more producers who sing is, like, a huge step up for them. And, and I think this song... Um especially is kind of at least what had been written about. So this is the first single off of apparently his next project coming June 23rd called The Optimist. Um, and it seems like this song in particular, maybe on the full project, he's kind of starting to experiment with a more wide reaching sound, uh, which definitely comes through here with, with trying a lot of new things, trying a lot of different elements. But like you said, it's deep. But there's also like a crisp cleanness to it. Yeah, absolutely. There's the intention that you were talking about. It's it's very intentional. 
Yeah, it is. It is. It is wordy. He did say word. That's that's what reminds me of like a, like a traditional like R and B song or something. I don't They're know. It's long like verses. Yeah, it's like verses. Actually, verses and yeah. people don't really. Yeah, I don't know. Singers kind of float over beats now. They kind of don't verse it out. Yeah, but nah, it's it's cool because I mean, it's an aesthetic that is not really so much celebrated right now. Like, it's not really much construction. At least in male R and B, it's like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe like you know you have your Solanges and like the songwriters and things out there. But I feel like he's like putting together a song, especially with the camp that he's with and all the things that he's done to to that one song. It shows that he at least is like constructing music in a more like just just more concrete way, as opposed to like just floating over beats. Yeah, which is which is cool. What's up next, Rashad? What you got? All right, all right. Next up, we got Cactus Channel. From Melbourne, shout out to Melbourne. They're a jazz band, more or less. Where they met in high school and da 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 da. They have like the whole like story. They have like this whole thing and and backstory that that helps them, I guess, make music and and vibe together because they do jazz. So like a history together. Yeah, yeah. And jazz is a lot about like you know feeding off of each other. So that's cool. They're dope. And the song that I fucking picked out today, I found randomly on Bandcamp with the singer. Sam Cromack, they're obviously the band playing in the back. He's singing over top of their percussion and shit, and it's really dope. All right, so here's the track. It's Do It For Nothing by the Cactus Channel. I feel 
Yeah, man. Yeah. You heard it. Cactus Channel. So what originally drew you to this track? I've been I've been uh, campaigning for the rebirth of jazz influence just across the board. The build up really really got me. I I don't know. I re- and I like I like Sam's voice a lot. Yeah. And it's like these guys are from Australia. And they have that lane. Like that lane is still open. It's like only bad bad right I mean, now. And, and that's the thing. It's easy to for me. It was like a no brainer to make the connection. Not just to bad bad not good, but to the bad bad not good uh, Sam Herring collaboration from their last record time moves slow where it's very much of like a a showcase for this band to be playing and and creating a dynamic song but then really that vocalist to come in and kind of really bring it together yeah it gives it a whole different energy and makes it a lot more exciting to have that vocal and to have something that that people can sing along to and to rashad to your point about jazz coming back i mean like I talk about this all the time, but jazz is, has morphed from a genre to an intention. It's like to way yeah. a way to think about music, a way for people to train and then go off and play anything else. And so like, I think the reason I like this track so much is because I could hear that these guys can really play their instruments and grew up in that pedagogy and in that system, but then went out and picked a new genre and were able to bring those skills of improvisation and of listening and of responding and of building a track to this. I mean, this is soul music. I mean, it, it yeah. just makes it so much better. To me, that talent and that history within that genre is clearest in how clean their transitions are. And like you were saying, how there's that buildup, but the groove is still going. Yeah. And then there's, yeah. there's a climax with those synths and the horns raving and then yeah. it goes back into the groove. Dave? That wraps it up. It's yeah. time. Speaking of grinding. Grinding. First, first pick of the week. First Dave Jones pick of the show. Let's get it. The artist I found simultaneously to uh, Maddie B. Finding her is uh, Al Cordo. She's from Canada, one town over from Toronto. So we'll call her Toronto-based. She came out with her premiere track, No Good. Shout out to Toronto. Came out on White Room Records, which is the label of another Toronto artist, JMSN. Um, mm. He had a project of his own come out uh, earlier this year that was getting some buzz. And now he's starting to collaborate with other people. Alcorto is going on tour with Jamson coming up. Uh, they're going to be doing a bunch of summer and fall dates. Uh, this track came out 15 days ago as of this taping. And in those 15 days accrued 54,900 SoundCloud streams. So it's it's popping. 13,000 and change streams on Spotify. And this is for a person with only 1,100 followers on Twitter and about 2,000 followers on Instagram. So between the Jams and Connect, the Toronto connection, I mean, it's starting to uh, to get some buzz. So without further ado, here is Accordo's premiere track entitled No Good. Now 
So that was No Good by Toronto-based singer Al Cordo. I think what really drew me to the track at first, aside from her voice, which we'll get to, is just the groove in this is like super tasteful. When those drums come in in the beginning and you just like get like a little bit of bounce in your step and like a little bit of groove in your neck, like it's it's contagious. And then you realize that this is someone who just soaked up so much 90s R&B. You know, for her young age, it's ridiculous. She's only 21 years old. Clearly, she's such a student of what came before her vocally that that the vibes of this are just all over the place in the best of ways. Yeah, it's that vibe. It's that bass and drum, that power, that that are powering it. And then you get that synth that comes on it that keeps it playful and sexy. Absolutely. Yeah. I think those drums are low-key sampled. I don't know. It's Probably. Another thing with this, like, 2000, like, late 90s, yeah, early 2000, like... R&B, it's like, it's a vibe right now. It's going. It's definitely a vibe. And I love her voice. And honestly, I was listening to it this morning. I think my only criticism, and you're saying she's super young, and my only criticism would be that the lyrics don't go deep enough. I agree with that. Like, it's it's no good, and she's talking about heartbreak, but and this guy screwing her over, but then how she, like, still wants him. That's my, that 90s, 2000s R&B, yeah, man. That's it but, right but there. Me, surface level. But to me, yeah. <laughs> To me, my criticism would be like, yo, drag him. Like, fuck yeah. that dude. <laughs> right. No, like, no. I, I you know, feel I, feel like, I feel like the 90s R&B, but then you 
Then you like yeah. update it to 2017. And it's, it's like, like Solange and, yeah, and Beyonce yeah, yeah, yeah. not right. worried about like get intense with drag it. him. Right, yeah, right, right, right. No, I, I feel that. That's fair. That's fair. That's a good assessment. I guess next up, my my second pick of the night. We got Philip Awusu. Um, this yeah, is what I term what you live for. This is what I term the Jai Paul card. Paul People know who Jai Paul is, but but the Jai Paul card is a card that that I say any participate on this on this show may draw, allowing them to play a song released years ago from an artist who has been relatively silent since. This song came out four years ago. It has 67,000 SoundCloud streams. Put that in perspective, this last song came out, what, six days ago and already has- 54,000 streams. Right, so this song is fairly low. That being said, out of his 586 Twitter followers, three of them are Questlove, oh. mm. Brain Feeder, the label, oh. and then shout out Kenny Fresh of Fresh Selects Whoa, uh, wow. coming out of Portland. Is there a Lil B follow? There's no Lil B oh, follow. This, predate, this predates Lil B Twitter craze. So this man created a beautiful song in 2013, and he was on list. He was on Giles Peterson's list of most anticipated albums of the next year, and then he went silent. Without further ado, let's get into it. Philip Awusu, good night. Stay trainers right here on the side. 
There we go. That is Philip Owusu, Good Night. So just a correction, that song came out in 2012. That song was on the 10 most anticipated albums of 2013 list by a couple different music critics. That's crazy. Um, that song is played all the instruments arranged by, produced by Philip Owusu. First off, for me, what struck me is kind of that intro. Yeah. To be honest, that the patience... Mm-hmm. The patience mm-hmm. that he takes and that he's asking of the listener to just let it build, and it will build, but he's going to make you wait about a minute and a half before he comes in, before he says anything. Yeah, I mean, I really didn't want that intro to end. Like, if it was just that instrumental bit, if there were no lyrics, if it was that groove for two and a half minutes, if yeah. that, it was that groove for a minute and 50 seconds, I would have been happy. It's so good. It's so deep and so musical. I don't even know what to say. Exactly what you guys are saying is just exactly how it feels. Like, you don't expect him to even start singing, really. If you, like, listen to the song, you're just like, all right, like, you got to really put your faith in the artist, especially if you've never heard of this guy. It's the groove that's going to keep you to listen to the song and to halfway through the song where then it's like, all right, there's vocals, which is, like, a critique based on, like, what we've been listening to earlier in the show where it's, like, a, a lot of lyrics packed in mm-hmm. and this guy is just like yeah I don't really need lyrics but the lyrics are there <laughs> but the, the lyrics, lyrics are there the lyrics are still poetic, there it's poetic it's, it's powerful, just so and- much more condensed 
it's like that's the focus and that's why probably he was voted as like one of the most anticipated albums of that year because people understand like when you can condense and be confident enough to condense your lyrics in your songs like that and arrange them like that it's like all right this guy's on to something and that's almost the craziest part about this story is that this guy was on so many lauded critics up next roster and then completely dropped off the face of the planet. And I mean, to give a little information, like we reached out to him and he hit us back. He told us that he just handed in his bachelor assignment at the conservatory and he was prepping for an exam the next day. This man is out in Denmark. He's studying. So, you know, Philip, whenever you're ready. We're ready. We're, We're ready. ready. All right, up next, Rashad. Give it to us. Up next, we got my boy Chitty. Chitty himself. Um, This is one of those hidden gems where it's like he has 190 Twitter followers, you know, like 700 SoundCloud followers. Song has about four or five thousand plays. He's like a film student, you know, just a, just a, one of those one of those stories. Not really known, just like a, a guy making music. He only has like a couple projects up on his SoundCloud. Yeah, the song's called Co-Pilot. Here it is. Sometimes I think about it. About me and you yeah. All the things that we could see Shit. All the things that we could do You had me higher than any strain of weed Much more clear than 1080p I remember you got me that ghost of tea And when I first saw you I was scared that you noticed me A humble giant that remains silent You wrote perfect L's, we lit it off the stove pilot My coat just honest shit, wait Honestly, probably had a crush on every girl that ever talked to me But but you special, damn I swear you special Used to get bummed out every time I left you Close like cousins, nephews, mothers and daughters We used to stay up late, bumping midnight marauders Remember that? It only takes a little push and we can go someday Yeah, yeah,
you guys think actually i listened to it so many times in the past it's it's hard for me not to talk about this song um without giving the reference of like i get super heavy early frank ocean vibes um and and that's both the lo-fi production and the singing on it that's the way he blends kind of rap verse and song uh in a similar way that frank does when he would when he would rap verses on things yeah, I mean, I, I hear the Frank for sure. I could hear a little bit, bit of Tyler in it um, with kind of like the, the bass synth heaviness. Yeah, in, I heard a the, lot of just OF, I guess. I love the choruses, though. Like, it took a little bit for me to get into it, but once that first chorus hit and he started, like, actually singing, I was sold. Like, he's got a really great singing voice, um, and if we get more of that, like, I'd be thrilled. The lyrics here are deliberate. The lyrics here are very calculated and for a song that is lo-fi feels like it was made in a bedroom potentially it really breaks through when the lyrics feel that deliberate um and they feel meaningful you know i don't know if he even classifies himself as a singer or a rapper or like whatever it's just like i'm just going to go in and do it and when people do that it just it you can feel it on the track it's like you could just like yo bro i don't know if you can sing but your voice sounds cool, so it's like, it's cool. Like, either way, and that's just like one of those, like you said, Frank Ocean, OF things, where it's like, they kind of made it cool to just be yourself. Yeah. Awesome shit. And like, that was the cool one of the cooler parts of it to me, too, was that it was very clearly a direct reflection of where he is right now, both personally, but also artistically, like creatively, like, this is what he can do, and he's doing it. And that, that alone is enough packaged with his voice to carry me through to wait to the next single. We kind of looked him up, found his Tumblr, uh, which had like a letter on it. And it was funny because he, in the intro to the letter, he was like, I'm not trying to be on my Frank shit. But he went in and was kind of like, he's like, I've been half-assing it for years. Like, yeah. he's like, I've made music and not gone full force into it. And he's like, I'm ready to really do it. Turn um, up. And so, yeah. Wrapping it up with the last pick of the day, Dave. What do you got for us? All right, so to finish things strong, we've got an artist coming out of L.A. who's becoming bi-coastal. Her name's Vox, V-O-X, and her premiere single, I Still Care, uh, this song first premiered through Consequence of Sound, actually as a YouTube video, so it was first came up on YouTube about nine weeks ago. Um, since then, it's been viewed on YouTube 9,000 times, but only in the last four weeks when it's been posted on SoundCloud has gotten 694 plays. She dropped an EP that came out on Spotify uh, and SoundCloud and wherever um, about a month ago. Um, as of this taping, June 7th, a week before this, she played a show in New York City. Um, it was only her second show. She did one show in LA, one show in New York. I think it's kind of a way to give like both major music hubs a taste of what's to come. But yeah, I still care. This to me is, I think, the best song off of her EP by far. And after you listen and we talk about it, I'm sure you will agree with me. So without further ado, here's I Still Care by Vox. Does anyone see me? Does any of this matter? They say your life begins when you no longer care.
So that was it. A shorty bit of goodie. I still care by Vox. Uh, to me, this song, compared to the rest of the project that she put out, just hits the hardest first and foremost because it's the one that's got drums on it. I mean, it's the one that bangs super hard. It's very clear why she chose to make the video for this, why she chose for this to be the lead-off single. I mean, it slams. I mean, when I first heard it, I thought Solange with harder drums. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, she's got this alt-pop voice that is Solange, is Lord, is is hot right now. But when you add those industrial drums to it, it really sets it apart. Like I said, like the only disappointment is her other music doesn't have that element. And that really surprised me when the other songs came out, but made this song, I mean, obviously stand out even more. Yeah, lyrics. That was my thing. The lyrics were dope. It's like, even though there weren't a lot of lyrics, it was like, what, like four bars of lyrics. But that first like four bars, she's saying like... Uh, they say you live when people stop caring about you, basically. And then the whole song is I Still Care. It's like yeah. with these hard-hitting drums, it's like it's almost ominous. It's it's fresh, though. It, it's I cool, like it. yeah. And and that falsetto is is captivating. Yeah, and if you could see like the cover art, she has like a veil on her face. Like it's it's yeah. pretty it's pretty emotional. Like it's it's lit. She I mean, definitely it, did it on purpose. Like, she's got a line in there that says they can't ignore me. Yeah. It, that she sings in that falsetto and just hearing that it's like once you like if you hear it you, you can't ignore it. you can't ignore that f that voice yeah i'm curious to see what happens next with her i encourage everyone out there listening to go check the video out too on youtube because it's super badass the juxtaposition between that falsetto and then when she gets a little deeper and a little more into like more of what i hear from lord recently to me, that's like a, a little bit of a tease where it's like, this is the range I have. She's like keeping you guessing on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair to say. You don't wanna you don't wanna show all your cards. That's right. Keep us in the keep us in the dark a little bit. It makes things more interesting. Yeah, but we need that Metro Boomin' Vox collab. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> so there we go. That's there it is. Week that's, one in the books. That's week one. That's not ninety-seven. Not, uh, not to seven. recap what we heard, it was Najee song Do You. Up after that, we had the Cactus Channel and Sam Cromack playing Do It For Yourself. After that, we went into No Good from Accordo. Then we hit it back. We went to Philippa Wusu in Denmark with the song Good Night. After that, we played uh, Mr. Chitty himself, a song called Copilot. And then what you just heard was Vox, her song I Still Care. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. Each week we'll be here. Yeah. Each week we'll play a new music. Yeah. We'll find a new artist. Yeah. This is not 97. Not, not a radio show. Not a podcast. It's not. We're not 97. <laughs>